You are listening to Asanda Beta on SAFM. As you gather your thoughts then on who did it best, let's talk now back to school. From glue sticks to the reams of paper and even toilet rolls, back to school stationary shopping is no joke, according to Parent24, with schools requiring more than one of each item for the entire year. You may be wondering if your pocket can manage all that strain. As we slowly switch gears, our next guest will help us to beat the panic buying and get back to school ready ahead of the new academic year. She'll also share how parents and their children can participate in the Buy a Pen, Donate a Pen initiative. Kutrano Seitlani joins us now talking, uh, sta- uh, oh, she's stationary marketing manager at uh, BIC. Kutrano, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Asanda. Thank you for having me. Even toilet rolls make part of this list. My goodness, now I'm getting even more, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with this now, man. But we do, we need to, so that we avoid, you know, the rush rush. Why is it important for parents to plan the back-to-school stationary run? I mean, I think it's important to plan the stationary run because parents have spent a lot of money over Christmas and there's still so much shopping left to do. So in my view, if the trip is planned, it will avoid you duplicating on items that you already have. But more importantly, there's little chance of leaving out some important items that you need to buy. So for me, I think if you know exactly what you need to go buy, you also know that you can compare prices and you can also look out for which brands you're looking to buy. What are the chances that there's any stationery left over? <laughs> Everything gets lost or broken. I think that um, especially because of how the schooling year was, um, with a lot of children going um, to school on different days and the rotational system and students studying online, it is very likely that there is stationery that is left over. So um, as a parent myself, I wouldn't encourage wastage, of course. Mm. Um, I would think that if you've still got packs that are closed and are reusable, of course you do that. But um, even while students were studying online, they were still very much using stationery. So there is still a need to buy new packs. But um, I don't I don't recommend that you buy things that you already have, of course. Yeah. How can parents save on their stationery lists? I think I remember my own experience when there were even particular brands that were asked for in certain schools in that stationery list. Now I don't care about the brand. I actually, I, I just go against it. But but what, what can parents save on, on their, st- or how can they save on their stationery lists? So I think that if parents are obviously looking for convenience, buying the stationery box that is offered at school is the most convenient option. But to save money, parents can really go to the shops themselves um, and depending on whether you want the, um, the the rush of the shopping or you prefer to do it online, um, it's your choice. But it gives you the option to compare prices, to compare brands, to compare um, pack sizes. And then you can see um, which brand you're choosing and um, which ones are offering better value, which ones, of course, are offering better quality. And for me, I think that is probably the easiest way to save as opposed to just buying the stationery that's um, conveniently and previously packed. Mm. What we have seen, though, in previous years with me working on this category for a while now is that parents have started to use stationery as stocking fillers over Christmas. So um, they'll buy products that are fun or like gift with purchases and things like that, and they'll use the stationery to double up as presents as well. 
so that you're not having to buy a Christmas present and stationery. And that obviously goes um, a long way. But I think at the end of the day, it does come down to what the parent can afford. Mm. If it's convenient to buy the entire box all at once, you do that. Um, But I think that we have the flexibility um, to shop around, look for different brands and to buy whatever suits your pocket. So you don't have to buy the full school pack up front? I don't think it's absolutely compulsory to buy the full pack. I think it is more convenient. Um, so parents who are looking for convenience and, of course, can afford to buy the full stationary pack or the full year's requirements up front, of course, they can do that. But um, in my view, I think that buying what you need at that specific time, and we all know the January time, not a lot of parents have a lot of money. Um, money has been tight in the last year. I mean, we all know what um, mm. um, wh- how parents have been struggling financially. So for me, you buy what you need to buy based on what you can afford. Yeah, and I, I love it with, when it comes to the files because you can recycle those. Just take out the content from last year and give them the file to, to use for the content for this year, whether it's a flip file or uh, what, what's the other files that's... What do they call um, the other yeah. ones? Yes, those um the the hard the hardback files and yeah, the file yeah. of that. Yeah, so there are definitely some things that you can upcycle. There are things that you can reuse. Um, I think for parents who are fortunate, if you do have some additional stationery, um, there's the option to donate to under-resourced schools and to under-resourced children. Um, it would be great for parents to take part in our Buy a Pen, Donate a Pen initiative. Um, the initiative has been around for about nine years, and to date we've donated 13 million pens mm. under resourced students. And it's really very easy for parents to participate. Um, all they need to do is to buy a specially marked pen, and for every specially marked, sorry, a specially marked pack, and for every specially marked pack that parents buy, we'll donate stationery. So we've committed to donating 1.5 million units of stationery for this year alone. So I think for those parents who do have the means to give back, they should definitely do that. Um, buy what they need to buy. Donate what um, they don't want to to reuse. Okay, I think also the matriculants must step in here uh, in terms of what they don't need. And, and Well, I suppose, yeah, things are, are moving online anyway. Uh, but what smart alternatives can parents use to save on uniform and, and essential reading costs? I think the easiest thing and the first thing that comes to mind for me is to really make better use of the stationary secondhand shops in schools. Um, We do find that a lot of times the product or the uniform that is still there, the books that are still there, is still in very good condition and they come at a fraction of the cost. And um, it's an opportunity for parents to really save on that. Not absolutely everything has to be brand new. Yeah. And what can parents do to make sure that once they've bought the stationery, these little ones don't lose, <laughs> they don't lose <laughs> the, the, the things that have been bought? Ay, ay, ay. So that's a funny one because it's very personal to me. Um, I think what what I could suggest to parents is that they start labeling and marking everything. So, for example, if you're talking about a box of pencil crayons, you don't just mark the box or the wallet. You mark the individual pencil crayons in the box as well. Um, What I found has worked quite well as well is to get the children into a habit of checklists, but it does require a lot of patience from parents, especially Mm. if we're talking about the little leaves. And 
what what I suggest they do is that they get the child into the routine of looking at the checklist and making sure that everything that's on the checklist has been packed into the pencil case or the pencil bag and everything that is on the checklist has been packed into the backpack or the suitcase before they move to the next class or before they go home. Mm. All right. Also, lunchboxes have to be factored into the budget, right? So what are the tips there? Absolutely. And I think that planning um, goes a long way in terms of what the children are going to get in their lunch. So my recommendation is to make the lunch. And when you're doing the weekly or the monthly grocery shopping, have in the back of your mind what you think you're going to make for the children. Um, It is cheaper than buying the pre-packed, ready-made lunch packs. Of course, they are more convenient, but they do come at an expense. And I think that looking for healthier options as snacks, such as vegetables, chopping up or julienning carrots, um, some cucumber slices, um, fruits and vegetables are generally cheaper than, say, chips and sweets and um, those types of those types of goodies. Mm. So I think that planning the meals at the beginning of the week um, will go a long way in just being kinder to your pocket. All right. So uh, then let's uh, get into that uh, buy a pen, donate a pen initiative. How do we connect with you on social media? To find us on social media, um, if you're looking for us on Facebook, you go to at BICSA. If you're looking for us on Instagram, you go to BIC underscore stationary underscore SA. Alternatively, you can go to our website, which is za.bigworld.com. And we'd really love for our consumers to reach out to us. And let's see just how we can give back to our students. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, quite an important. I know it's like, oh gosh, do we have to deal with this now? But we do. <laughs> we really do. It's, it's rather we do it do. early. Exactly. Christmas is over now. We're getting back to the reality of school. And I think the sooner we can start with the stationary shopping, the better for all of us. Absolutely. Enjoy your day. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Sitlani, Stationary Marketing Manager at uh, Beak. Okay. Comment of the morning. Uh, let's give it to you, Abby in Gauteng. You talking about the legacy of Archbishop Desmond Tutu and the lessons that you take with you and value from the Archbishop. You said, hi, SAFM. Tutu will go down in SA history as another example of how many South Africans made sacrifices, giving up their lives and dedication for the human rights and freedom of others. Amandla, let's use Tutu's example to infect the world and the leaders with this Ubuntu. Thank you very much for your views, Abby. I know you said more than that, but we'll just take it from there. So, who did it best? We asked you uh, in terms of uh, those three songs we played for you, Drift Away. The original version was done in 1972 by John Henry Kurtz. And then in 1973, Dobie Gray gave us a version. And then another version followed in 1992 uh, from Michael Bolton. I'll read your messages first and then your votes are in. And we'll read those uh, in terms of what you are saying. Uh, Masete, Moses Masete in Limpopo says, Good morning, Asanda. I go with Michael Bolton. Uh, Masete from Limpopo. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for voting, Moses. <laughs> Fun uh, in Cape Town says, Hi, Asanda. I go with the 1973 version of the song. So that would be Dobie Gray's version. Uh, and saying it's very close to the original and with a slight improvement. Okay, 1-1. One, one. There we go, Michael Bolton. 
and uh, Dobie. Okay, let's see your WhatsApps. Uh, morning, Asa says anonymous. I give it to Dobie. Gray? Okay. Where are we now? Okay, two, one, two. All right. And then the third version is the best from Mamri in Mahikeng. Thanks, Mamri, for voting. So you vote uh, Michael Bolton. And then Robert in Greytown, you're saying 1992 version. Michael Bolton, that is the best. Okay. <laughs> it looks like we're going to have... Uh, a tie between these two uh, the original no one really cares about okay another vote for Mr. Bolton okay I'm not sure who this is it's anonymous and then uh, Olive in Strand you're saying good morning Asanda team and Sound Awake fam happy Monday and uh, last week of 2021 just a good morning message there Olive thank you very much for getting in touch with us on uh, Twitter Tawanda Movie says hi Asanda Michael Bolton did it best but this is because he had it easy, having known other versions and had better technology. In my opinion, nothing beats the original, if recording time is considered. So who are you voting for then, Tawanda? Okay, let's say you're saying Michael Bolton. Okay, your votes are in then. Let's uh, tally them. Uh, 50% are voting Michael Bolton. So he's got the major votes there. He's the leading one. And then uh, number two is uh, Dobie Gray with 37 0.5% and only 12.5% of you voted the original by John Henry Kurtz. That's how who did it best. Thank you very much for getting in touch with us and giving us your views on that. Here's the quote of the day. It says, differences are not intended to separate or to alienate. We are different precisely in order to realize our need of one another, end quote. This is by Archbishop Desmond Dudu. Okay, we are about four minutes before we get out of here. Here's uh, Robbie Williams with Love Light.